Well, since we're gaining some ground in the practice of inquiry, we thought we would continue to give you an opportunity to inquire more in triads tonight around this third foundation. The moving away from pain and moving towards pleasure we've talked about a fair bit the last couple days. And while that is universal, that I think we could all agree, and from the teachings and from our own practice and our own discovery, it doesn't take um, that long right, in meditation to see how the mind wants to move away from what's painful and move towards what's pleasurable. And our specific personal way that we allow some pleasant or don't allow certain pleasant or allow some unpleasant and not other unpleasant emotions, as we're talking about mind states, that can be quite individual depending on your history, depending on your family, your culture, your perhaps religion you grew up with, the people who, other caregivers who raised you, the way we became imprinted or conditioned, the way we mimicked or modeled the people around us. So we want to look a little more personally, as you've been doing all afternoon, and give you a chance to talk about that your particular, your individual way that you have been orienting to emotions. So what we mean by that is looking at in your family system or in your cultural system what emotions were allowed or expressed, which ones weren't, which ones were expressed in a healthy way, which ones weren't. In my family, people were angry often. I saw lots of anger. Sometimes it felt really good. Sometimes it felt healthy. And sometimes it was really scary and didn't feel so healthy. It was quite aggressive. And sadness seemed to be okay. But fear definitely wasn't. And so we didn't talk about being afraid. And so it took me many years to really unpack all the layers that were on top of fear. So a good friend of mine, um, really one of my closest friends, grew up in England. And in her family system, being too happy or too joyful was definitely not okay. So there was a big, um, you know, agreement around not getting too excited or too happy, and so she really had to rein that in. And coming to the States was quite freeing because everybody's so happy and in California, you know, smiling. And she said, I don't care if it's phony or fake or not real. She said, this is such a relief to be in a culture where people are like, whoa, you know, she came to Northern California. It was like she was out of the cage, you know. And so she's also finding her true happiness, but like there was all this bottled up joy that's just been years of, you know, unraveling. So um, 
so looking at so looking at your early history as far back as you want to go, as much as you want to look at um, the roots, and then you can add what was it like later when you left, when you left your family, when you left your original imprinting, what did you notice? So you might want to jot this down because there's a few parts to the monologue that you're going to do. So this is your history in relationship to emotions. The standards or trainings you got. Then you can look at the years after. And then the, the last part is now what's your relationship to your emotions? And what do you want it to be if what it is now isn't what you want it to be? So it's the history of the relationship to emotions. Yeah. What was okay in your family. That's right. Um, yeah, you can you can talk about given depending on on how much time you have here, how deep you want to go into the history, and then looking at now and how do you want your relationship to emotions to be? And maybe it's one particular emotion that you pick. What's it now, and what do you want it to be, or what do you want it to be going forward? So we did monologue last night. So there's three people, one person sharing, two people listening, and then we rotate. And you'll have seven minutes each. These monologues can sometimes, you know, we give you a lot, so they could be easily 10, 15, 20, maybe an hour monologue. So you'll just pick pieces that come to mind. Mm 